Hey everyone, my name is Tyler Mowry, and this is the Writer's Mind Podcast, episode 53. All right, I almost forgot what I was doing there in the beginning of the episode. So, but this is the Writer's Mind podcast and this is episode 53. Today what I wanted to talk about is something that I'm sure you've heard before, but I want to really reiterate and talk about it from my perspective, which is the value of your community. So, and the people you surround yourself with. So, of course, I'm sure you've heard the adage that, you know, you are the summation of the people that are around you, that your friends um, will be a huge defining factor in who you are and who you're becoming, right? So, of course, if you're hanging out with people who are doing nothing and going nowhere, odds are you're going to be doing the same. Um, and if you're around people that are you know, trying to better themselves, trying to improve, then it's more likely that you will also be on that trajectory. One of the things that I wanted to add to this um, is also not just about like personal improvement or personal development, but one thing that I found is that you should be looking for people that are interested in things, right? There's a there's an idea that you should be looking for, you know, people that are in your realm, like whatever that is. So, you know, writing, for example, for us. And of course, you should be uh, surrounding yourself with people that are serious about writing and writing consistently and pushing in that direction. But I also think there's a lot of value in just being around people that are interested in things, people that are dabblers, people that are messing around with different ideas and looking at different areas of the world and interested in different categories of life. And I think this is really valuable because one of the things that I found that's been super uh, valuable and beneficial for me is having people in my life that are just doing different things and then they can toss things my way and then I can find new interest or new rabbit holes of knowledge or uh, in a best case scenario, you know, ways of actually improving myself or ways of, of viewing the world in a different way that, you know, radically challenges my own worldview and, and this sort of thing. So I think that finding people that are doing interesting things and are have their hands in things that you don't do or aren't doing can be so valuable because especially as writers, I think one of the biggest things that writers are trying to do, and I think is a strong element of a good writer, which is trying to find not only different perspectives and different worldviews, but also at the same time, just finding other things that are interesting, right? I think also there's a there's an element of finding things that you can put on the screen or in your screenplay um, that are because people around you are interested in things and you find entire subcultures and entire people, entire you know groups of people doing things that previously you had no idea about. And I think that there is a, there, there's there's kind of two sides to this coin, right? I think in, in regards to understanding your friends and how they impact you, there's one element of this, which is the ambitious side, which is that if you are trying to 
be a person who is improving, you're trying to push to new levels, you're trying to do things, then that is going to your, what your friends are doing is going to have an impact on that. So if your pr- friends are pushing, if they're improving, and that's the, the ambitious side. The other side is just on the creative side and the you know depth of your perspective and worldview side, where the more that people are doing things around you, the more subcultures you can find, the more perspectives you can find. And you can really enrich yourself, not even from an ambitious standpoint, but just from a standpoint of being a more generally enriched person, right? And I think one of the things that I found that I have to find the balance of is the separation between the ambitious side of writing, right? So there's the career side, there's the, uh, you have to be very good at this thing to then get your story made, to then have leverage. And so there's the whole ambitious side of this and there is, there's the work side, there's the career side, and then there's the, I am a writer and what does that mean? And therefore I, I need to enrich myself in experiences and perspectives that do not necessarily um, contribute towards the career side, although they can um, over time. But I think there's this element of, I, I don't think everything you need to do is is just for the ambition of trying to have a successful career. I think there's a lot of things that you can do uh, and there's consistency and there's skill set and there's all that. But there also is just how, you know, a, a full life, in my view, is having these different perspectives, doing these different things, experiencing not only different cultures, but different subcultures within your own world, and understanding just the worlds that people create, the, the different things that you know, little groups of people create their whole spheres around. And that's something I've seen again and again that like you can look at games, you can look at books, you can look at, um, you know, all sorts of different things and see these little cultures that are built around them, right? And I think that's so interesting to me. Like one of the things that you find on YouTube, uh, you know, I'm on YouTube, of course. Uh, One of the things that you find on YouTube is like all of these little subsections of YouTube, right? And one of the things I have to stop myself from doing is going on these just rabbit holes of, of these subcultures that exist on YouTube. Like entire cultures of people, you know, making videos solely on specific video games or, you know, making videos uh, about different categories or, or whatever that they're, and that are like way bigger than you would realize, right? Like some of these subcultures, you know, are, are huge and there's entire languages built around them, right? Like just as screenwriters and storytellers, we have lingo and we have phrases and we have things that we use and ways that we speak to each other, like these groups do as well. And I think that's such an interesting thing about people. And one of the things that I have to stop myself from doing is that I can so easily focus on, well, I can so easily get distracted in the sense of I can be interested and I understand why people are interested in all these different things. Like uh, when I stumble upon some sort of subculture on YouTube, I get why it's interesting to these people. I'm like, oh, I could get into this, whatever it is. But then I realize, okay, I can't be completely and fully involved in absolutely everything, right? Because there is 
this other side where you have to pick and choose what you put your focus into and then at the same time leave enough of a gap to allow new interesting things to come in. And I think that's part of the back and forth that we can just feel in life where you know, focus allows us to get things done, but then we need to put our head up and look around to see all the different interesting things that are happening around us. Um, and I also think it's it's interesting that as I have traveled, I haven't done a ton of traveling, but of the amount that I have, like one of the things I've noticed that people don't talk about as much is how different cities or even sections of cities have their, you know, their entire little subcultures and that that's not something that we see a lot too, where I really think because the human mind is so local and we exist in this global world, we end up with this sort of weird... Uh, you know, confusing middle ground where like there's just constantly all these little subcultures being built because we exist, because there's so many of us, but at the same time, our brains are built to only deal with, you know, a certain amount of information and a certain amount of people. And so we have all these subcultures. And I think it's fascinating to see all of them. And I think as writers, we want to be able to engage with people in what they're interested in. We want to be able to engage with people in their worldviews. We want to be able to, to have an understanding of what they're saying and um, and to be able to enter into other people's worlds and, and see you know what's going on. And I think that in your own circle, right, you want to find people who are writers, but if all the people around you are writers, right, if everybody, let's say you have five close friends, something like that, they're all interested in screenwriting. You guys are always talking about screenwriting all the time. Well, this is a problem for you in the long term. You're going to learn some great elements in the craft of screenwriting and ideally in the career of screenwriting, but you're also going to be missing some of the depth of the world. You're going to be missing some of the things that you could be writing about. You're going to be missing just experiences because all you're doing is focusing only and solely on one element of life. And that is that is kind of the balance, right? Uh, there is a, you have to kind of choose the, the one or two things that you're going to spend and dedicate time and you know, large amounts of time to do let's say for for us that is screenwriting um and then you want to also develop at least a decent understanding of all these other little things and be interested in all these other little things um you know i think you should there's a you should be interested in music and understanding you should be interested in why people um you know find value in internet subcultures you should be interested in understanding how just different elements of the world work and understanding why okay understanding why the world works like it does. I think for me, one of the things that I found is like there was a time not not recently but like a little while ago where I got into music and um I was like, man, like I could really get into music. Like I could see a world where I just totally shift away from writing and just you know, do music. And that's an idea, but I've put so much time into to writing that there really is 
on at some point you have to say, okay, when I have put a lot of effort into one particular thing, I need to continue to ride that momentum. And then sometimes you have a feeling that you want to do something else um, and you feel a pull to do something else and you feel excited by other things and you want to entertain that excitement. But if you continually switch to something new every time uh, you have that feeling, then you don't get anywhere. And so again, it comes back to that, that juggling between what is the ambition, the career, the hustle, blah, 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 blah. And then what is you becoming an, an enriched person? Because if all you do is jump from interesting thing to interesting thing, then you don't actually build any depth anywhere. And one of the things I found is that building depth in one of them actually helps you understand the depth of the other ones. So for example, building a depth in writing and understanding how you learn, how you have to unlearn and relearn, how you have to go deeper into it, helped me understand how people learn and grow in other fields, how people analyze markets or how people write and create music, right? The elements of learning, I think, are the same. And that's one thing that I've thought has been fascinating is that you want to maintain that 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 main sort of focal interest and thing that you're working on because that allows you to more deeply experience some of the other interests that you may have you know temporarily or in a passing moment in this or this sort of thing and um yeah you know and i i also think like there are things that are worth integrating too, right? Like for me, when I found certain things in you know certain subcultures where I'm like, oh, this is so valuable enough where I am going to integrate this into a part of who I am, right? Um, you know, and I think that that is really interesting when certain ideas or certain concepts you can't fully get away from, and they just come along with you on your ride you know, and on the career side, because you can't get away from them. And uh, I think that's a, it's a, it's a fun thing because there is this, we have the, the plan, right? Like the career plan, what we're going to do and where we're going to go. And I, it's important to have that. And at the same time, it's important to have the ability to bring new things in and to adjust the plan and to understand that, other things can be interesting and so interesting enough that you integrate pieces of those things into your person and into your worldview and and into where you go next. You know, for me, um, I, I know I've talked about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and this sort of thing. That's something that I found because I was just on Twitter and just looking into different subgroups, looking at what are people talking about? What are people, you know, when people aren't talking about the news constantly or when they're not talking about memes or pop stars constantly on Twitter, what are people talking about? And I found fun, interesting subcultures and um, all these different ideas. And within those, I found the Bitcoiners and I found, you know, the crypto bros and I found all these, these people and what they were building. And it was fascinating to me. And it's something that I've really integrated and something that I've really kind of said, oh, okay, like, you know, the, this 
these ideas and some of the things that they stand for um, are things that I believe in, are things that I can see real value in. And so, you know, that's really fun. I think that's that's interesting because also it allows me to then come back to my writing with new characters and new concepts and new ideas. And there really can be this, this flow back and forth of like interests that you find and how those interests integrate with your writing. Um, I think that's, it's always interesting seeing writers that are, you know, travel and adventure writers and watching that really integrate into their writing. Um, and, you know, I also like something like Aaron Sorkin, where Sorkin was a lover of writing and a lover of theater. And he also was really interested in the news and in politics and how that world worked. And so then we see shows that he wrote built upon these other interests. You know, we see, um, the West Wing, and we see, uh, what was that? Was it Newsroom? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, you know what I'm talking about, though. The one with, um, with what's his name? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but that's always, it's it's so fun to me, right? And that that's what you want to slowly create. Because I think what happens, too, is one of the problems that writers get stuck in is that their only interest is writing. And so then what happens is they write basic, generic stories because they don't have any other interest to pull ideas from, right? They don't have characters that exist in other subcultures that they're also in to then pull in. They only have just sort of screenwriting book archetypes of ideas. They haven't done the work to become a more enriched person uh, and become a, a person that understands why people are doing what they're doing and understands how these different groups prop up or, or you know crop up and um, the the different beliefs and lingo and language that these that, that groups can hold it's fascinating to me and I think it should be fascinating to you too and I think it's really important for you to talk to who you can talk to if you find interesting people um, then, you know, talk to them in, in whatever way you can, especially if you can find them in person, obviously, but over the internet as well. Talk to interesting people. Talk to people that are not writers, but are doing things that you're interested in and, and follow follow people. See what they're doing. See what their, what their, what their culture is, what their subgroup is. Uh, what are the beliefs uh, that their particular culture or group is holding on to as super valuable? I think understanding that really enhances your writing. Um, you know, because like I talk about, like the core of your story is going to be the philosophy uh, at the center, the philosophical conflict at the center, and then the beliefs that characters hold. And so in real life, people that you meet, especially when they exist in some sort of subculture, that subculture will have a set of beliefs. It will have a set of things it finds valuable and it will then take action based upon the things that it finds valuable. So for example, in like the crypto world, you know, it's about decentralization, you know, <laughs> making money, um, you know, building a, a new global economy, these sorts of things. And within that, different people have beliefs and they build projects based upon these beliefs of, of, you know, trustless systems and decentralization and anonymity and these sorts of things. And so, you know, again, it, it helps you see the pattern as well of storytelling, of people acting on the beliefs that they hold, and then also watching people work within the beliefs of their particular subculture. So, there is a lot of value 
in the people that you bring around you. I think that like, especially if you're somebody who struggles with motivation, you're struggling with, uh, you know, your, your drive and your focus, like just putting people around you that have that brings you up. And if you're struggling with finding, you know, real interesting, deep characters and, and, finding stories that don't feel cliche or don't feel like they've been done a million times part of it might just be is that you don't you're not meeting enough interesting people you're not interacting with the world enough right i think especially during you know this pandemic and everything it, it closed people off and i don't think that's good for you as a writer you need to be talking with people you need to be understanding people's perspectives right especially if they are their perspective is such a foreign idea to you. It's like, okay, why do they think that way? What is their culture built off of? How can I allow myself to just be involved and be interested? I think um, as much as possible, if you can be a writer that is fluid in their own beliefs in the sense that you have a few core ideas that you hold too strongly, and then everything else you should be pretty much able to say, okay, a lot of this is based upon my particular perspective and somebody's perspective can be very different. And coming into other people's worlds is extremely valuable. And the more you can do that, the more I think it it enhances you as a person and also enhances your writing. And really, to me, writing is nothing more than organizing and understanding your own thoughts and helping other people organize and understand their thoughts and to be able to see the world differently and to share perspectives in a way that is much more human than philosophy books. So find more interesting people. That's, that's really the message today. (laughs) Um, I hope this is interesting for you. If you want to listen to episode 54, um, and all the other even episodes, those are available on patreon.com slash the writer's mind. Other than that, I'll see you guys next week.